Guten Chodesh and Efreilich and Chanukah. Everyone, please continue to enjoy your breakfast, continue to prepare your breakfast. We are um, going to now speak out a few practical halachic points that come out of what we learned this morning. Um, a few interesting horrors and nakudas and areas to be aware of. Um, the halachas of Kibbutz Avemu that we continue with this morning. Uh, first, just we have to wrap up with something from last week. There was something on the other, um, well, sheets from last week. Um, last we were talking about if your father instructs you to transgress halacha. Avada, you don't listen to him. It's the Mechaber says. And we talked about what if your father, you have certain minhagim that your father doesn't like. You've taken on minhagim. You grew out your payas. You're wearing your titus out. Agartel. You're doing a shramel. You put on a shramel. Your father doesn't like the shramel. You take off the shramel. Your father doesn't like the fact that you took off the shramel. So we went through that last week. Different types of minhagim. When you have to listen to your father when you're actually... Are not, not obligated, but when you do have to listen to your father, that was last week, Ein Shum. But after that, there's another halach over here. Back to back, there's one halach about what happens if your father tells you to break halacha. And what if your father tells you, your father has a feud, he's feuding with someone. The Hatfields and the McCoys, okay? So your last name is Hatfield, and uh, that's right. And uh, your neighbor's with the McCoys, and your father says, under no circumstance are you to speak to anyone from that family that lives across the street. They're bad people. They're no good. No good. Or you're from the McCoys and your father tells you not to speak to the Hatfields. Romeo and Juliet. Right? Each one is banned from discussing, communicating with the other one. I'm sorry, Mary I don't know their last names. Capulet and Montague? That sounds right. That sounds exactly right. So uh, there's a halach in Shulchan Aruch like this. What do you do if your father tells you, I forbid you from speaking to this guy? Father tells you, you can't speak to him, you can't, you can't, you can't have anything to do with him, don't be him. The, the son wants to schmooze this guy, wants to communicate with him, wants to, nice person, the son's nice person, doesn't have, you know, the, uh, the ferocity, the, uh, the, the, it doesn't have that confrontational spirit of his father. So what's the halacha? Shulchan Aruch says, You don't have to listen to your father. If your father tells you, have nothing to do with this person, I actually forbid you from having anything to do with this person, you don't have to listen to your father. You're allowed to shmuzah them, you're allowed to have what to do with them, you're allowed to be misyachis with this person. You don't have to listen to the father. So the Hatfields are allowed to go after coffee with the McCoys, and the McCoys can go bowling with the Hatfields even if their respective parents forbid them. This has to be qualified, though. It has to very much be qualified. So first of all, we, have, we basically have a halach here in Shulchan Aruch that if your father doesn't get along with somebody, this is a person in the neighborhood, person in town, person in the show that your father does not get along with, and he calls you aside, he says, listen, that guy is a bad guy. I, I, I forbid you to have anything to do with him. Shulchan Aruch is basically passing, you're allowed to ignore your father. Why? Why? Explain the, the Noise Kalim, because your father is telling you to be, continuing from the last halacha, your father is telling you to He's telling you to hate somebody. You're not allowed to hate people. So it's no different than your father telling you to be Machal Shabbos, and then your father telling you to eat treif, and he's telling you to hate someone, you're not allowed to be Ivan Loisisna. Good, the Seder. So you don't have to listen to your father. However, the, 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 the Poiskim make it clear that this has to be qualified in a number of ways. First of all, Wherever I'm not Oivran Loisisna, I still, though, have to... It's not the Peshat that I don't have to listen to my father because he's making an unreasonable request. 
What exempts me is that I'm not allowed to be over on Loisisna. Not that I don't have to listen to my, my father's um, wishes are not binding on me, but rather he can't tell me to do Loisisna. So wherever I can satisfy both, I actually have to try to walk this tightrope and not aggravate, aggravate or, ir, or irritate my father, meaning he tells me to hate that guy, nothing to do with him, so I, I'm not allowed to listen to him. I, I, I'm not allowed to hate him. I have to love him like I love every other year. But should I go out of my way to invite this guy over for a Shabbos meal, go over to him after, after davening, and I'm going to be Arnakain. I'm going to be Arnakain. My, my father hates him, and he's not so, he hates my father. So I'm going to be Arnakain. I'm going to go after davening this guy and say, you know, my father he told me he really he loves you, changed his mind. He's meichel you for all the, all the times that you didn't shovel your walk, and you didn't lend us your lawnmower, and, uh, and uh, you didn't give our kids a ride to, to school when we needed a ride. My father's meichel you. He wants to have you over for a Shabbos though. So you could play Arnakain. And you, you, bring, you bring this guy, he says, wow, really? Your father wants to make up with me? You bring him home, what happens to you? You bring him up over for the Suda, he walks in the door, he comes over to your father with a big smile, and your father gives him a zit across the face and shouts, get out of my house! I told you a million times that you, know, you walk into my house, you're, you're, you're dead meat! You're dead meat, get out of here! So like, We can't necessarily play Arnakain. It's a fun thing to try to fantasize about, but it works for Arnakain, it's not always going to work for us. So this is maybe going a little bit too far. Meaning, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to hate him, but I don't have to go out of my way to chepper my father, to irritate my father. And not only that, when I, I, I am within the, 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 um, what, the requirements of halach, that I'm not hating that person anymore, I'm actually now at this point obligated to make sure that, that I'm not going to be not hating that person in a way that's going to get my father upset, because then Kibbutz Aven comes back, comes back in again. So I definitely go, don't go out of your way to invite this guy over for a suda if you know your father doesn't like him. And don't go out of your way to, to become best friends with this guy. Not hating him is one thing. Becoming best friends with him, though, doesn't suddenly kick in. If, if, I don't, if I'm not chayv to him, then I'm chayv to, to love him, be best friends with him. My father should see me always going with this guy and schmoozing with him and hugging him and going out for coffee with that guy after that my father hates. No, that's going too far. Then you're irritating your father. You're not allowed to irritate your father. You're not allowed to be mitzah your father. And... Not not being Matsar your father is not um, within the, what, what, what Shulchan Aruch is asking. So again, Shulchan Aruch has to be very, very carefully balanced over here. The Pesach of Shulchan Aruch only is that if my father obligates me to hate someone, I don't have to listen. I, 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 I'm not obligated to hate him. But it doesn't boomerang back to the other direction that I should teach my father a lesson and teach my father that can't get into silly feuds with people. You have to, you know, grow up, Dad. Grow up. You have to be nice to this person. That is overstepping the bounds. That actually becomes usher for me. I'm being, I'm being mitzar my father. I'm irritating him. I'm not allowed to do that. And a person may even come to the, to the point where he's being mavaza his father, which there's, there's a oramakla of the imai, very, something very chomer. A person's not allowed to disgrace his father. He's not allowed to shame his father. And if you decide to go out of your way, you, you have this, sometimes, you know, we as, as children, you know, we can get very fired up and very, we can become crusaders that it's our mission to show our parents where they're so silly and where they're so dumb, all the, all the mistakes that they're making. So to do that and say, I'm going to go out of my way to be of this guy, be nice to him, to show my father that it's a silly feud that he's having, that becomes mamish ulcer because that's not something that is covered by the Pesach of Shulchan Aruch of don't hate the guy. Not hate the guy, but I don't have to be best friends with the guy. Yes? That's an excellent question. So Yonason actually tried to disguise it. He tried to hide it. He, he tried to hide it. He tried to hide it. He did try to hide it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we do find that you understand that Ravel Yaber is asking excellent questions as always. We have this famous story. Um, Yoynason and David, who were best friends, Shaul was, was on a rampage to kill David HaMelech. And uh, Yoynason, at one point, does uh, ask his father, seems, seems to, does seem to be almost lecturing his father. That's the, the Haftarah of Machar Chaydish, which yesterday was Machar Chaydish, but we didn't do that Haftarah in, in uh, Or Haftarah. We only did Rani Vasimchi. Um, there are places that they do the first and last Pasuk of Machar Chaydish also. What? The avoid is kasha. yeah. That's right. So anyway, so, so weiter. Let's go weiter. Um, no, so it's a good question. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I have to look back. Was, was, I don't know if, if over there, Yoinason was Mamish lecturing his father. It could be he was trying to help his father. No, he said, he said what did he do? What, what, did, what did David do wrong? So you have to know the niggin that he was saying with. Was he, you know, lecturing? Was he attacking his father? Or was he, was he you know... Like we saw earlier, if you know that your father's making a mistake in halacha, what do you do? You just ignore it? You let your father be nichshan halacha? No. You're supposed to say, Tati, doesn't it say such and such in the Gemara? Doesn't it say such and such in the Gemara? In, in, in halacha, in shulchan it could be this what Yonason was doing with Shaul HaMelech. It's a good question. It'd be a sugi to go into one day. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm unfortunately didn't come prepared with that sugi worked out. But I would imagine that would be the mahal. The mahal would be that Yonason was saying things, Balash and Bitmiya, you know, is, is he really chayv misa, dad? Did he really do anything wrong? And then you're allowed to do that. That's not called a lecture. That's called like what we had a few weeks ago when you see your father being, you know, doing, you know, making his coffee the wrong way on Shabbos. You know, uh, making, making, making something in a klirishan when it needs to be in a klishani or klishlishi. Say, oh, Tati, doesn't it say such and such in Kitzur Shulchan Aruch? It could be Yonason's doing the same thing, maybe. So that's exactly what we're saying. The balance has to be struck. Definitely don't do it in a way. Don't, go, don't make this guy your best friend. Because that's being Mitzar, your father. Oh, okay, well, one second. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. We're, so far, we're talking about your father just has a vendetta. Your father, it's a feud. It's a feud. And even with a feud, and your father makes a request that he's not allowed to make, an unreasonable request, you don't listen to his request. But Avadi, you shouldn't go out of your way to be best friends with that guy. You still shouldn't, even though it's unreasonable, your father's feud. If, if this fellow talks to you, you don't, don't ignore him. That's Loisisna. But you don't have to go out of your way to become best friends with the guy that your father hates. You shouldn't. Now, but the Paiskim do say there are situations where you are allowed to be. Mishtatif uh, in your father's um, vendetta with someone, and that's where your father's justified. Sometimes your father is justified. If someone um, really baaveled your father, someone really wronged him, if someone really um, physically wronged him, uh, um, uh, or, or, or someone who's a Russia to your father, Mamisha Rashi, stole from your father, he caused emotional, physical, monetary distress and anguish to your father, and your father says, look, this guy ruined my life. This guy, is, 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 he, he's, he's, send, he's sending me to an early grave, this guy. He steals from me, he cheats from me, he, he, he says, he's mighty shemra on me. I really don't want you to have anything to do with him because he, he, he is, is a source of anguish for me. 
So if your father is telling the truth, if this is indeed the situation, then say the pais kam taka. Your father is 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 within his right. That is reasonable now. It's not called like sisnas chicha bel That person's a rasha, and now you have a chiv to be mechabed your father by 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 not having anything to do with him. So th- there there is that dichotomy. When your father is making an unreasonable request, just to, your father doesn't get along with somebody, a spat, a feud, then you can't heed your father's request, but you still should not go out of your way to be best friends with that guy. When it's a reasonable request, because your father says he, you know, is 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 is, uh, is someone who who um, caused me physical, emotional, mental, monetary harm, distress, and anguish, have nothing to do with him because having to do with him is is a personal affront to me. It's not taking my cup seriously. Then you have to be mechav your father, and you ignore him. You, you cut him off. That you have to know your father's telling the truth, right? You have to verify. It's like anything in Hilchas Lashon Hara. You have to know that your father is really the emissus with your father. But if it can be verified that your father's telling the truth, then you then you grant that, that request to your father. Okay, so that wraps that up. That we saw this morning, halachas of kibud of aim of of a married woman. A married woman. There's something all the married men love to hear. This halacha. The Shulchan Aruch said that a woman who's married. Is Potter from Kibbutz of Aim? Why? Because she's Mishubedes Labayla. Lafika Chipatur Mi Kibbutz of Aim. Ba'idan Isua. As long as she's still married to her husband, she's Potter from Kibbutz of Aim. Why? Because she's Mishubed to her husband. She's Mishubed to her husband. Now, what does that mean? She's Potter from Kibbutz of Aim because she's Mishubed to her husband. Does that mean that if she's in the middle of making a coffee for her husband, she's Potter from making a coffee to her for, for her father? Certainly, but that's not the only thing the Shulchan Aruch means. What Shulchan Aruch means is. When her parents come over to visit, when Yishver, Yishver comes over to your house, your father-in-law's there, even if she's not in the middle of making a coffee for you, even if she's not in the middle of ironing your shirt, even if she's not in the middle of uh, making your socks, pairing up your socks, she's just sitting around, lounging in the house, and Yishver comes over, her father comes over, she doesn't have to listen to him, she's part from Kibbutz of Aim. She's putter She's constantly, continuously putter from Kiyudavim, even if she's not in the middle of doing anything for you. Why? Because like Shulchan Aruch says, she's Meshubed. She's Meshubedes. At any point in time, I might say, you know, put up the laundry. Fold, fold, fold my socks. Iron my socks. Uh, make me a coffee. Make me another coffee. Make me another coffee. Clean the house. Wash the floor. Wash the dishes. Put out the cat. Take in the cat. Wash the cat. You can say anything you want, anytime you want. She is constantly meshubah to you because she is in your house and, and she has to take care of you as her husband. So, so wait, wait, one, one second, one second, one second, one second. So Shulchan Aruch, the Pesach of Shulchan Aruch, when we take it to its extreme, is that, that she is home in the house and the husband is there in the house. At any point, at, at any whim of her husband, she has to listen to. So when her parents are there, she is part of from Kibbutz Aveim. That is a straight psak halach of the Shulchan Aruch. What if, though, the husband tells her, listen, I know at any moment, I could snap my fingers and order you to do this and order you to do that. And, and, and that's within my rights because that's your job in taking care of me. But you know something? When your parents are here, I want you to be able to take care of them. I am relaxing that shibud. I am I'm, I'm giving you a patur. I'm giving you a patur from being constantly meshubah to me so that you can take care of your parents when your parents come. What if the, what if the husband says that? Says that? Then she's now chayv and keep it of aim. Because the only reason that she's potter is because she's meshubah to the husband. If the husband makes it clear that he relaxes that sheba, like, you don't have to be at my beck and call, you know, 24-7 when, when you're in the house. When your parents are around, I want you to be able to take care of them. If, if he tells her that, then, you know, then, then, 
Then, uh, I think you're going to say American. American. Um, I beat you to it. Um, so then, she's taka, obligated now to take care of her pants. She has a chiv kibbutz aim because the only reason it's stopping kibbutz aim from kicking in for her is the fact that she has a sheba to her husband. The moment she doesn't have a sheba to her husband because the husband relaxes that sheba, she has a chiv kibbutz aim to her parents. Say the paiskim, and uh, say the paiskim, this may, may cause some chagrin over here. We have an umdana that a husband relaxes the sheba when his in-laws are around. We have an umdana because every husband wants, you know, wants, wants to maintain... We have an umdana, an umdana that stands they want to have a good relationship with their in-laws and they want to have a good relationship with their wife and they want their wife to be able to make coffee for the father, the father-in-law when the shver is around. We have an umdana that when my, my in-laws are here, I'm relaxing my she, but she doesn't have to stop and drop everything when I snap my fingers. So we have an umdana, therefore, that I relax the sheba and therefore that she will now be chayv and kibbutz aim when the parents are around. Avada, if the husband says to the wife, he makes it clear that, that he's not working with this umdana. He's galadas, he says, listen, I know that the Pais can say that there's such an umdana. I don't go with this umdana. You're mashubit to me. You, you hear? You know, your parents are around. When your father's here. You don't, you don't take care of me. You take care of me. You're still in my rishos. If the father makes that please, Megaldas, he's overriding the umdana. Then she's potter from Kibbutz Avim once again. But we have an umdana that Sam Das B'nei Adam is that they want their wives to be able to take care of their wives' parents, their, their personal in-laws. And so we, we work with such an umdana in halach. Um... So that means that there will be a kibbutz of aim when the parents are around, when the in-laws are there, because we have an umdana that I'm relaxing my shibud. What's, what, what, what do you do when there's like a conflict? Like who comes first? Who comes first? Now this shayla arises, let's say, um, the wife gets up by the Shabbos table to serve the chicken soup. Her husband's sitting there at the head of the table, and her, her father's sitting there next to the head of the table, in the kitchen maybe, but her husband is there and her, her father's there. She's coming, bringing out bowls of chicken soup. Who does she serve first? <laughs> well, yeah, but not the same, not the same level of covet. Not, not, not the same level of covet. Mm. So he should give him the soup. He should serve his share of the soup. Mitzvah Shluchai. He should serve him, right? Okay, so he didn't get up. Who, who does she serve first? Who does the wife serve first? So, um, the more religious one. Yeah, so that means it's the husband, right? So, so, so um, the minig is, here, here we have, who, who should she serve first? They both want tea, they both want coffee. Who should she serve first? The minig is, even, so we, all, we have an umdana. Again, we have an umdana that I, I, my, my shibut is relaxed. When your parents are here, I want you to be mechabed your parents also. But now we have a, 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 um, a, a conflict of, good, that shiba has been relaxed. Who should she serve first? The, the, the minig, the standard minig is that the wife serves the husband before her father. That's the standard minig, that she, she brings that to the husband first because Lamaisa, right now she is mechabed to the husband. She is mechabed to the husband right now, even though... We have an umdana that he relaxes Sheba, but he's relaxing the ongoing Sheba, the Kaseder Sheba, the fact that he could snap his fingers at any time and order her around, which is what Shulchan Aruch is working with, which Paskins her, which Patras are rather constantly. That's what he, what, that's what we have an umdana that he relaxed. But, but when I want, when I need soup, when I'm anchor for a cup of coffee, then you do have a Sheba for that. So the minig is that the wife serves the husband before the father. That's the minig. And generally, a husband will expect that. So any wives that are present over here in the audience today, you should know that the standard minig is to bring the soup to the husband and then bring the soup to the father. However, there's a Sefer Achasidim. 
The Sefer HaChasidim says, and this is Shalom Bayis advice, or like a Hashkafic take, the Sefer HaChasidim says that a husband should tell his wife, please give your father before you give me. That's what the husband should tell his wife. But Agav, you see from the Sefer HaChasidim also that the Stam Minig is to give the husband before the father. But the Sefer HaChasidim says, he has his pieces on the Kibbutz Avim, he says, a husband should tell his wife, please give your father before me. But again, if the wife hasn't heard that from the husband, then she should serve the husband, then she should serve the father. That also she serves her father before the Zayda. The father comes before the Zayda. That the father should tell his daughter, serve Zaydi before me? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. And also, just in general, Your wife, yes. Right, you have keep it up aim to give your father. Yeah. Right, you throw it to your wife. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, this. Let's address this. Um, excellent question. Revelia Bear is asking, you have your father, you're, you're cutting the chal, you have your father on one side, you have your wife on the other side, you have a chiv daraisa, it's keep it up him to give your father, and you have like a, a minig, a shon bais, to, to give your wife before everyone else. So, keep it up, the daraisa should come first, your battery is running low, you might want to plug in your PC. Um, the cord maybe be of the here. Thank you. Um, so, in a vacuum, you should give your father before your wife. But I would imagine that your father wants you to give your wife first. Again, we have an umdana probably that there's mechila. Your father would say, no, 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 give your wife first. Presumably, we have an umdana that your father is meichel on that. That's what I would imagine. That your father would say, but, what? Not, not the mother, yeah. Yeah, you just put it in the... Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Kenzai. Umdana, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but but uh, just Eric Agav, since since this idea of the Psak of the Shulchan Aruch of, of that she's Potter Kesader because of, of she's Meshubah to her father, her husband, it's not about a conflict when conflicts arise. It's about um, it's about uh, she she has an ongoing she because she never knows what the father's what the her husband's gonna want. So when she is um, visiting her parents' house, then none of this is relevant. She goes to visit her parents for a week. Um, you know, he sends her to her parents for a week. For a month, I don't know, how long, however long he sends her to her parents. Then he, she's not Meshubah to her husband right now because her husband's not with her. Then everyone agrees that the Kibbutz of him kicks in um, and, and there's, there's no question because she has no Shibudim to her husband when her husband's not there. Um, let's just quickly talk about a couple other things over here. Um, Russia. Are you Chayv Kibbutz with your father who's a Russia? So Machlik's Machaber and, and Rama. Um, Machaber says you archive even if your father's a Russia. I'm sorry, you archive the Rama. Yesham de'ena mechuyiv. If the father's a Russia, you don't have a chiv. This shayla comes up a lot, you know, with bali tshuva. It's, it's very, very uh, prevalent, and this happened in Aish. This shayla came up kaseder. You know, a father who's a Russia, who's a, a son who's a bali tshuva. The father is, is not from is fry. So how does keep it of aim work? So let's just first look at the the, the machlokes in the Machaber and the Rama. The Machaber actually says. You know, there's nothing to talk about. The father's a rush. You are chayvin kibbutz of aim. The Rama is the one that disagrees. How do we phrase the halacha? 
Well, you, we all, you, right, I mean, you're probably a step ahead of us. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up to you. Oh, yeah, 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 you're also a step ahead of us. Very good, very good. Um, Lemaisa, the, the Achroinim say that, anyway, we, we, we go with the Mechaber, not with the Ramah. The Chai Adam, um, others that come after Shulchan Aruch, they say that the, 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 in general the Psach Halach is to go with the Mechaber. And we look at the Ramah as maybe like a Tziruf, a Snif, Lakula, but we go with the Mechaber that even a father who's a Rasha, you're Chai and Kibbut the Ramah is something that uh, sometimes it's here if it can be thrown in when there's other cheshbonis. But Lamaisa, we, we fear Zuch, we take on like the Mechaber that even if Aviv uh, Rasha is Chayvin Kibbutz Aim, you have a Chayv Kibbutz Aim. But what does a Rasha mean? So what about a Tinuk Shenishba? Taka Tinuk Shenishba. So it, generally, we say a Tinuk Shenishba is not called a Rasha. And that applies over here as well. Bifrat the fact that we anyway look at the Ramah as, 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 as we, we don't go to the Ramah Lechatchil, we go with the Mechaber. Um, combined with the fact that we say that generally a child who's about shuva, the parents are looked at as bali shuva. Certainly, anyone that came from the Soviet regime, the, the biggest shaboyim, the biggest captors, right? The biggest shavuyim were the people that grew up in the Soviet Union. Right? They don't have a bigger shavi than that, right? The biggest captors, the biggest pirates. Who were the, no bigger pirates than um, uh, Stalin and and uh, all that all that ilk. Yes, all that that ilk. Um, they, they, they uh, certainly had the din of Shaboyim. Anyone that came out has the din of Shavuyim. Um, and, uh, you know, even our, the, the Bali Shuva who, who uh, grew up in the Western world, we take on that they have a, a status of Tinik Shanishba, so that's not really the Russia of the, of the Mechaber. So, Pashas, if your parent is of Tinik Shanishba, so you do have the regular Kibbutz of Kibbutz of Aim, both like the Mechaber and like the Ramah. However, this also has to be qualified. There's a caveat over here. What if you know a person can have a parent who is a tinu shenishba but became a rasha lahachis? Something called a rasha lahachis, and and that can happen. Unfortunately, if a parent sees that their child became from, and it, it irritates and provokes the parents to the point where it becomes a flashpoint between the parent and the child, where a parent can order a child to do things that um, that, uh, that that to try to break their religion. What? It makes them a lot of things, but it would also make them a Russia. If, if the, if, if, let's say when the child comes to visit, the parent goes out of their way to have lobster in the house when the child comes to visit. The parent goes out of the way to have anti-religious things in the house. That, that's called a Russia lahachis. Not so matsui, but it happens. It can happen. What? He understands what the child is keeping. He understands the child's religion. If the parent goes out of the way to, to, um, to um, try to break the spirit of the child, to try to, try to oppose the child, then he's called a Rosh Lahachis. Right. What is the difference between a parent who is exactly the same, he does not accept what the son does, and he goes out of his way? He is still called Tinoch Shanishba. He still has the status of Tinoch Shanishba. The problem is when the parent is going out of his way to, to um, break the child's religion, then what the parent is saying is, I recognize the system that you have, I recognize your religion, and I'm, 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 I'm defying it. I want to defy your religion. Oh. Disagrees with the 
Disagreeing is one thing, but I, I can disagree and I don't have to. Good. You can disagree, but you have, but if you there's disagreeing with Derek Eretz, and there's disagreeing in a way of being oppositional. Yeah. Once the parent is oppositional, then that's called a Russia. It's called a Russia. Because why do you have to oppose your kid? I, I disagree. I, I disagree with what you're doing. And it bothers me that you're doing this. And I don't get why you're doing it. But I have to go out of my way to be oppositional. I have to go out of my way to try to shepherd you. I have to go out of my way to trafe up your pots and pans to go out of my way to do that. That's called a Russia now. That's called a Russia. That, that's a level beyond not understanding. There's not understanding you. But if I'm a basic, if I'm a human being, so I can, I respect our difference. I respect your right to do what you want. What, what, what does that do with me? You want to keep kosher, you want to keep Shabbos, Peseda Gomer. But I have to go out of my way to get you to be Mechal Shabbos. Out of my way to get you to eat treif. That's called a rush because that goes beyond basic Derech Eretz. That's not an issue of Tinek Shanishma anymore. That's a breach in Derech Eretz. That's oppositionalism. Why do I have to oppose you? That's not, a, 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 that's not nothing to do with the, with the Soviet regime anymore. That's a breach in basic Derech Eretz. And then it's called a Russia. It's called a Russia. Live and let live. I don't agree. I don't understand what my kid is doing. I think he's crazy. But I have to go out of my way to be machshul him. Out of my way to get him to, to break the, the, the system that he believes in. Do you understand what I'm saying? That, 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 that's a breach in Derek Eretz now. That's a bad parent. That's a bad person. That's a bad human being. That's a bad human being. Why is it that he doesn't understand the rabbit? You open a rabbit. Good, I don't understand. But what does that have to do with me? Let you do, I'll let you do what you want to do. I have to get you to eat trafe, to get you to be Machal Shabbos. What? what does it have to do with the relationship between the parent and the child? Nothing to do with that relationship, a parent-child relationship? You wanna, you wanna That's up, no. See, here's, here's Revelia Bear with all those... This is where they got you. This is where the Soviet Union got you. If you can say that it's still a good parent, a good person, there's a problem over here. This is a bad person. He's oppositional. What's he doing? I, res I, I don't get what you're doing, but basic Derek Eretz, basic humanity, says, I, I let you do what you want to do. This, I don't understand what you're doing, but okay, but I accept it. You're, you're a person. You have the right to choose. You, you're a human being. You're basic. Basic Derek Eretz says that I let my child choose his path in life. I'm going to go crazy, but am I going to, I'm going to, I'm going to okay. hide a strimal, yes, I'm going to set it on fire, yes, I'm going to put a sign up that says uh, all people who wear strimal are crazy. It makes you into Russia. What? Yes, it makes you into Russia. It does not make you Russia. You are opposed because you don't 
Now, if the son is smart, the son also can't go out of his way to shepherd his father. We talked about that. If I keep kosher, my parents don't understand it. I keep shots, my parents don't understand it. I have to be smart. I can't try to trigger them. I don't trigger them. My job is to not to trigger my parents. For, for, but you have parents that go out of the way to be machshul the kid. That's already called the Russia. Because that has nothing to do with the belief system anymore. That has to do with basic derech It's not a belief system. I try to be machshul my kids. That's, that's, that's protocol. That's, that's derech eretz. Machshul your kids. I don't understand. It bothers. I sit down with my kids. I say, please, stop this Shabbos thing. Please stop this Kashrus thing. Please stop. It bothers me. It bothers me so much. I don't get it. But to go out of my way... To, right, but to be machshul them, that's, that's, a, that's a, the, the basic lack of derech eretz. To be machshul, machshul your kid. No, that, that's... They ban you from the house, you can't come to the house anymore. Yeah, they're telling you, they're being Michael on Kibbutz Abeim. They're being Michael. They're being Michael on Kibbutz Abeim. Um, one more thing. Let's, let's go back to a, a Ting Shanishba who's not trying to chepper you, who's not trying to be machshul you, who's not trying to, he just doesn't get you. So, about a, a classic Ting Shanishba, you are chayven Kibbutz Abeim for Ting Shanishba. You are. Okay, I, we gave an exceptional case over here where you have a parent who is trying to be machshul you. That's a different story, but let's say it's a regular panda. This actually came up. Someone here in the neighborhood has, uh, has parents who have uh, holiday time. They have holiday ornaments in their house. There's a Kratzmach tree. I was asked this, this Shiloh, can you go home? They want for a Shabbos, Shabbos Kratzmach this year. Americans. September 25th falls out on a Shabbos, and he knows they're going to have the tree, they're going to have the tinsel. Is he, he asked me a few questions. He's allowed to go home. Is he allowed to, they want to give him, they're going to want to give him gifts. Can he take gifts from them? Can he give some gifts back? So he's going to visit his parents and they're going to have the whole, the whole, the, the Shana holiday scene set up over there. So um, what do you do in a situation like this? So this actually gets back to a halacha that we had, a long-standing a principle really, not a halacha that goes through all of Kibbut of Aim, which is Mishela Avalei Mishela Ben. Kibbut of Aim, I don't have to sign the checks for Kibbut of Aim. I don't pay the price for Kibbut of Aim. My parents pay the price. I never have to foot the bill. And we've said many times that that's not only on a monetary level, it's also on an emotional, psychological level. If keeping keep it of aim is going to be psychologically distressing, emotionally disturbing to me, then that exempts you from keep it of aim. So I, I'm not giving a blanket sack now for that the situation, but if a person can go home once in a while and see his parents with this tree, with the tinsel, and it doesn't really... He bounces right back. He comes back, comes right back into action. Doesn't bother him so much. He's chayvim kibud avim. But if he, if 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 he's going to be exposed to something, and again, they're not doing it for rishos. They they really they like the tree. They like the bunnies. They like all you know. So, you know they, they like all these minhagim. Um, they're not doing it to spite him. They just that's what they do in the house. If if it's if it's going to um, drastically affect his ruchnius, having to be there for 24 hours and see this and hear the carols. And and uh, the seeds see that's gonna 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 eat away gonna 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 wear him down a little bit. His ruchnius, then he's actually he's, he's exempt because that becomes mishala avel mishala ben. He's that's a price that he's not chayiv to pay for kibud of aim. If it's going to bother him, distress him, um, he's puzzled. Again, if it's not going to make an impact on his ruchnius, he's chayiv in kibud of aim. Got to go home for Shabbos. The Shabbos a beautiful. Uh, he'll have a white Shabbos, right? White, red, and green Shabbos with his parents. The heter for not going would be if it's going to impact his ruchnius, then he would be exempted. Now with the, the gift giving, that's a, that's not a kibbutz It's really that's a halachic issue. Um, you can't give people presents on kratzmach itself. You can't do that, whether they're your parents or whether they're anyone else. 
What? And if they give it to you, well, you, you have to you should preempt it. You should preempt it, and say, and I'm not going to be able to accept it on December 25th. Yeah, I'll take it as a, as a winter gives a holidays gift. I think I think the erev erev of the twenty no, the morning of the twenty fifth. I think no, the morning of the twenty fifth. You wake up. It's supposed to be there already under the tree. That's how we do it. Anyway, okay. So uh, thank you all for joining. Freilich and Chanukah, Rabbi Freilich and Chanukah, and Chaydish. What? You need to vote Democrat. Yeah, actually, that's going to be next week.